0: Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to yet another episode of All Together Podcast. I love that you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening and for giving me your feedback. I just love, love, love having these conversations and doing this podcast. Today's interview is with Fabiana Peterson, and I knew I wanted to talk to her from the moment that I met her. And then when I heard her story, I definitely knew I had to talk to her. See, I I'm drawn to people who are incredibly positive and optimistic, despite the hardship. I just find it so exciting and extraordinary because we can always choose, right? And Fabiana, from the first moment that I met her, had this, je ne sais quoi, this I don't know, excitement about her. And when I got to know her and got to know her story. Um, specifically about her very tough divorce and how she handled it, I was inspired because when really crappy things happen to us, we have a choice. All of us have a choice with how to respond and sometimes it's very difficult to admit that because we don't want to have a choice we want to hold on to the anger and resentment and um, depression and all the other feelings because they give us something right every feeling give us some kind of a um, a power and I really loved talking to her I love the way she looks at life and I think that if you know of someone who has gone through divorce or any kind of a tough transition where you were left Hurt, this is a reminder that we get the choice. So, without further ado, here is Fabiana Peterson. Fabiana, my lovely welcome to Up Level Together podcast.
1: Thank you. I'm so excited to be here with you.
0: Oh, I am just as excited. You know, you are one of my favorite people ever, and we only met a few months ago. How is that possible?
1: Oh, it, I, it's the universe. They bring, they brought us together. <laughs> that that's it. You, but you really, truly are.
0: I mean, people have heard that in the intro. You are one of the most positive people I know, and just so darn lovable. And I think that's why I'm so drawn to you. So, I, I mean, before we even begin, begin, what is the motto you live by?
1: Oh my God! Uh, for being that positive. It's very simple. You choose to be positive. Mm -hmm. You know, you focus on what you can control, not in what you can't. That's a big one. And you always have a choice in your life to react to your emotions in a positive way, right? So you feel angry, mad, upset, jealous, all of those dark feelings. I feel that way. Everyone does. But when you're feeling that way, you do have a choice to react to that feeling in a positive and respectful manner. And aligning with your values, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, by the way, there isn't a scientific explanation to why being positive is good for your health. Did you know that? Oh, I listened to it on your stories, (laughs) but will you tell us? (laughs) Exactly. So our thoughts generate emotions, right? So those emotions, they mobilize a hormone circuit that will impact trillions of cells in your body. And when you're having negative thoughts like anger, resentment, resistance, and all of that, uh, they, they, fa- they facilitate and release uh, cor- the, the cortisol. Cortisol, which is a corrosive hormone to our cells, and it accelerates aging. <laughs> wow. I know, right? Uh, and, but when you have p- positive emotions and from the, from the positive thoughts, The hormone that is released is serotonin. It's a healthy hormone for your cells. So too much cortisol in our blood, it deteriorates our health, creates the opportunity for diseases to appear, and accelerates aging. And now I ask you, what would you rather choose? positive or well I want to look like
0: Fabiana in 10 years so whatever you're saying I'm listening <laughs> but truly I mean I watch your stories and you're dancing and you are more fit than most people I know you're so cheerful but you're right you make a decision and by the way if Folks, if you're not following Fabiana on her stories, you should, because you show up every single darn day and you take us through the good things and the bad things and you show us how to choose. And that's why I love you so much.
1: Oh, thank you. It, it is, I, I learned a lot. You learn about those things when you go through the hardships in life, right? It, it is, yeah, it's that's- not, it's...
0: That's very true. That you, you know, I, I'm glad you brought it up. So many people come to me and say, "How are you always so darn happy? Like you must have been spoon fed and had really easy life." And you know, it's it's actually opposite of that. And your story, actually, I mean, you have been given every, I mean, all this life circumstances that could have made you extremely bitter and angry, right? So let's go there. I would love it if you would share the story of of, you know, uh, recently your divorce and and how you chose love and forgiveness instead of hate and revenge. Because my dear God, do I know of people who, who had gone down the rabbit hole of hate and revenge? And you seem to have figured it all out. So please tell us how did it, what happened and, and how did you get to flex the muscle of I choose to be this way?
1: Oh wow, where do I begin? I, know, right.
0: it's a big, but I think it's really important to tell the people that if you have if you can go yeah. something like that and I know be so freaking positive. Like I'm sorry, what's their excuse?
1: Well, yeah, first of all, I would like to say that I am not a victim, never felt like a victim. And I believe that being a victim only brings you suffering. Amen. So that's a, that's a big one. So having said that here's what happened with me. I'm going to try to summarize as much as I can. So I met my my ex-husband in Brazil, where I'm from. while well, he was living and working there, and uh, he's here. He's from Minnetonka. That's why we met there. We dated for about a an year, and then we decided to get married and move to New York. Uh, and we were there and married for 10 years. Bella, my, my daughter, was born there five years into the marriage. She's now 14. Uh, he was my Prince Charming. He was he like we were best friends and, and uh, he was the best dad my daughter could ask for. Um, so 10 years into the marriage, he accepted an opportunity to work with this Brazilian billionaire in Angola in Africa. So Bella and I moved to Brazil. Bella was at five years old at this point and uh, a bit closer to my parents at that point. I stopped working so I could be with her because daddy would be away for a while. Uh, he would come every month and a half to rio and be there for like a weekend or a few days but i didn't readapt to the safety issues of brazil so we decided that was safer to come back to the u.s and that's when i arrived in minnesota on february 1st 2011 105 degrees in rio five below in minnesota
0: <laughs> i'm sorry
1: no <laughs> But being positive, I always looked at the bright side. This is a beautiful place. I never, you know, had lived in a small town like this because New York was big. Rio was big. So I was excited. I stayed at my uh, at my ex-husband's parents' house because the next day they left for California for the winter. So Bell and I were in a new place, the two of us, exploring Minnesota, 35 degrees below, and I was having fun. Uh... And we were waiting for her dad to come back. He was going to be visiting in a week. Uh, He then caught malaria. He almost died. And it took him about eight months to come back. Um, And when he came back, he was a little weird. And he would not be intimate with me. And he mentioned he had, he thought he had depression. So we went to the doctor. Uh, He took, you know, started taking medicines. And we were about 12 years married at this point. Um, it was really hard. Uh, He left back to Angola right after and only came back to see us um, three months after. So for the next three years, it would be three, four months apart, you know, two, three weeks here. And I can't even go into the details. There was so much that happened during that time. But on May 2013, uh, there was about, you know, 13 years of marriage. He left for Angola on May 2nd, I remember the date. And from that date, 12 months after he was still not back. Wow. Uh, And the last six months of those 12, um, he was very distant emotionally and I couldn't find him on weekends on FaceTime. And this is when I met who is today my husband. And it was during a business networking event. So I immediately told him I was married and it was all business for a couple of months until I realized I was falling for him. Wow! And that's when the first time that I looked to myself and I was like, oh my God, what am I doing to my life? Uh, I can be happy, I can choose to be happy but I'm not gonna cheat on my husband. So I, was, I looked for the right moment to call him, to FaceTime him, which was like, he was still there. So I had to FaceTime him to ask for the divorce. So he like, I found the right time. And I said, listen, um, I think the romance is over. And he responded, um, I agree. I was expecting a little bit of a fight, uh, but at least it was peaceful. Mm. Uh, then I started dating Todd and two months after that, um, my ex was still in Angola and we were, we, I, I was calling him to talk about Bellows, some co-parenting situation that I needed to talk to him about. Um, and you know, when someone picks up the phone and hangs up, uh, right immediately, but he actually thought he did, but he didn't put the phone in his pocket and I could hear everything that was going on for the next half an hour. I was listening to dinner table setting, the hyper changing of a baby, a couple talking. I... <sighs> I My heart started beating. I I, I could not figure out what was going on. So I called back until he picked up. And I was like, what's going on? And he said, "Um, Fabiana, I have a seven-month-old baby with my business partner. partner." Oh, my goodness. At that moment was another big choice that I made instead of, you know, just yelling at him or saying all that, what I was feeling because I was devastated. I decided to say, listen, I can't talk right now. I need to process this. Um, So I went back home and then I started writing him how I was feeling. Of course, the first version of it, you know, 80 or 90% of it was swear words.
0: Well, yeah, no kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and then, of course, I was like, no, not this, not that. I started like editing and like at the fifth version, the email was clearly explaining how I was feeling. Mm. and very respectful at the same time. You know, all I could think about at that moment was, he's the father of my daughter. Mm. He's a very important person in my daughter's life. It was not all about me. Those are all choices that you think about. Um, And then he ended up coming back about four months after that. So he was in total 18 months away from our daughter. So he came, and we went to sign the divorce. And my reaction to the signing was crying and hurt, and like, oh my god, you know, this is the end of what was my dream of a marriage of a long time. But mm-hmm. my choice was to look at him and say, "Listen, please do not do to your son's mother what you did to me. Man up and make your daughter proud of the man who you, of, of the man you are. You know, I want her to see her dad and be proud of her dad." So make the right choices. A month after that, he heartfeltly apologized to me, which I believe only happened because of the way I acted towards him respectfully and all my choices of the reactions that I've had so far. And that helped my healing. Well, because
0: he knew he messed up, I feel like sometimes when we approach people with like you know when we become the better person and we choose that respectful approach, mm-hmm. they respond in, in yes with the same right with, in the same way
1: if I had acted differently, I am sure he would have done it completely different, yeah, so like fast forward to today. He's back to Minnesota with his now. Thank goodness, his wife, you know, mother of his son, and they they have a little cute girl and who was born here. So Bella has two half siblings. I have a great relationship with him, with his wife, the two little kids that are adorable. And my daughter is super healthy and happy teenager with two healthy families because I remarried two years ago with Todd, the same person that I, you know, dated for three years before I married. I mean, that's
0: incredible.
1: It's all about the choices that I made. So that was a big, big lesson for me that, oh my God, if I was only, because when we're hurting, we become selfish. It's natural, you know, because we, so I, I guess that what I did was like, you know what? It's not all about me.
0: Yeah, but Fabiana, that's very difficult for people listening. And that's why, you know, I'm 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 asking you about this because that's a muscle that needs to be practiced. How do you in you know in, in a moment of pain or someone really hurting you on that level? Like that's that's a hurt. I understand the marriage was already over, but that was a big secret that he hasn't shared. That's like a betrayal, mm-hmm. and I think that can feel very, very painful. I mean making a choice yes but you made it in the most difficult of circumstances so um i think that you know is it is it self-awareness is it pausing a step away from it or is it just focusing on others that will be the first thing that, that comes to mind
1: i have to you have there's like there's a lot that goes to it there is no magic but i guess that first of all people have To love themselves, we have to know who we are. And I never in in none of the attitudes that I've had, I went over my values. That's a big one. Mm -hmm. Know what your values are. Never go over. Don't do anything that it goes against your values. Mm -hmm. And when you are going through, you know, hardships, you think about your values, you will act differently. Because you know, I, I if I if thinking about okay, my top values are family, you know, it's uh, integrity mm-hmm. and respect, and those were very 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 important in this whole situation. It doesn't matter what your values are; they all people have different values. But I guess that you one thing that you have to think about: people will hurt you right they, 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 you will have people hurting you all the time mm-hmm. but the responsibility to fix your own hurt is yours yes in yours alone mm-hmm. you know and the, if, if there, there is that saying from um uh roosevelt what's her name the first name the roosevelt's eleanor. wife eleanor. eleanor yes no one can make you inferior without your consent
0: mhm mhm so true. So so it's really taking, making a decision at any given point and letting yourself choose and letting yourself, you're very clear about that, not being a victim, but being a creator of your own life.
1: Yes. Create your own story. Choose your past. Blaming others will take you nowhere. Mm-hmm. It just brings you back to suffering, you know? I-
0: no, I, I totally get it. I, because I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. And that's why, I, listen, if there's someone listening right now who has been hurt, they, they already picked up on the, on the tidbit. You need to be aligned with your own values. What are your values? If you're holding on to something and blaming and going against your values, you're going to be miserable. Be the better person, make choices, create your own life. So all of these, what you're outlining is, you know, a framework of sorts when someone is going through a painful painful uh situation and w- what i'm excited that you're sharing that is that you are now on a mission to actually help women who are going through a transition mm-hmm. um starting with women who've gone through divorce you know how they say your mess is your message yep and I'm, I'm curious, you know, I've seen your impact on women firsthand who have met with you. I I've, have followed you now for months and I, I just know what a strong impact you have. You know, what, do you, what, what are the things that women struggle most after divorce? And, and what do you tell them? Is it what we already covered or, or, or is there anything else?
1: No, it's basically like when you go through divorce, the floor completely falls off your feet. And you only understand divorce when you go through it. So I actually had a friend recently who went through divorce and she came back to me because she, she was with me when I went through my divorce, but she couldn't get it. And then she said, oh my God, Fabiana, now I get you. You know, you, you, can, you feel ashamed, you feel lonely, you feel anger, you feel resentment, you feel that you will never find love again, principally if you're older, there's a lot of feelings that come to you. Mm-hmm. And I felt all that. But what, as I said, what you cannot happen again is like stay in that victim mode. You know that bring you suffering, and going back to the, you have to take responsibility for your own hurt. You know, and one thing that I want to say that this is for me, this is huge, and it was kind of a, an eye opener. No one owes you anything in Ooh, this world. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. No one owes you anything in this world. So it's your own hurt, your own life, your own responsibility to fix it. Take control of your life. Focus on what you can control, not in what you can't. And remember, as I always say, you always have the choice to react positively to all those feelings. Rewrite your story, you know, choose the positive perspectives. You can choose. It's easy. No, it's not. If it was easy, everyone was doing it. You okay. have to do self-work. You got to yeah. look inside, you know, and you got to ask yourself the right Questions we ask ourselves always the wrong questions. Why me? Why this? Why? Just like, well, this happened. What can I do to make it better? Mm-hmm. You know, how could I have acted differently, or how could I have done it in a different way to have a different outcome? So ask yourself the right questions so So, uh, i mean but
0: that's really interesting besides there's a lot of self-work that that happens and asking ourselves the the right questions it's it really is for me what i've noticed even in my own marriage right because you know god knows that things can escalate really quickly when you get in a fight with your spouse is that it's a muscle so the first time when i you know I knew that, oh, I'm not going to say the first word until he does, right? Or like I get so, so stubborn. When I actually act like a better person, they like, even if it's not my fault, they're like, well, I'm sorry that that happened. Like, how can you make it work? All of a sudden, I just felt more proud of myself because I made a choice. And the more I did it, the more I became like that person. So kind of like you have to repeat, take the scary step of being the better person and then repeat it, right? it's it's creating a habit ah yes mm-hmm. it's
1: creating a habit if you start doing it it becomes a habit you know and i i kind of oh of course i mean so many and when you have a divorce yeah not your divorce is not only your fault or only that person's fault it's both people's fault right there, there is no such a thing as it's only one person's fault everything that happened during the marriage you even if you didn't say yes you didn't say no you know what I mean it's mm. kind of like it It. it you, you were you were accepting you know deciding uh you know facing things that maybe you didn't want to see like me there are so many things that happened in those three years that I was like it would take forever to tell all the details that I decided to kind of like close my eyes because I was focusing on my Cognitive kind of like past ideas of this marriage, you know marriage is this thing that can't be mm-hmm. touched. I cannot be divorced, I cannot have my daughter not have a family, and all of that later on, I figured out I could have changed my life way earlier, and wow. I didn't
0: okay well that's but a very interesting <laughs> thing that that well that's it also takes a, it takes a lot of self awareness to admit something like that,
1: yeah, but the reality is. How do we learn? We just said it at the beginning. Mm -hmm. You have to go through the hard things. And when you go and you act in ways that later on you look back and you're like, what did I learn from it? you know, so that you don't do it again. <laughs> I love
0: that. You know, I was going to ask you this a little bit later, but I think it's so appropriate because you already kind of uh, touched upon it. Why do you think divorce is so common these days? You know, it's, what is it estimate now? It's not even 50%, it's 60% that all marriages ended in divorce.
1: I and mean, do you think that a
0: lot of that could be preventable?
1: Uh, yeah, but there are many reasons. I, it's not only one or two. But a few of them that I guess come to mind is definitely women being more independent financially nowadays is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I believe that the biggest one is the lack of real commitment and very bad communication. Like people get married already saying that, oh, if it doesn't work, I can get divorced.
0: Oh, they have a way out.
1: Yeah, it's like, so there's like one of the biggest advice that I have. Okay, here's is the following. So you have to make sure that both understand respect and align your personal values you know mm-hmm. to any decision that you both make in life that is a huge mm-hmm. one and now I've been practicing this with my second husband and it's been working mm-hmm. <laughs> so we decide because we don't understand that's why the, the self work is so important you have to understand what are your values what is important to you what can you not live without or you know understand what when you get angry with someone it's not really because that person is going against your values so understand what your values are clarify them to your spouse and have them do the same to you Mm -hmm. and that actually wasn't an article at the wall street that i posted on my on my instagram as well about online dating is being way more successful they say uh the data numbers are showing on marriages than regular marriages because when you're dating online you have to express your values to the other person, and vice versa.
0: Yeah, uh, that's so interesting. So, yeah,
1: so it's like, I don't know, it's it, there's way more that goes into it, but I, I can see that, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, and for, for that to be able to happen, for you, for you to communicate your values, and this, you need to have a good communication, listen with no judgment, understand where your partner is coming from, and then you tell your perspective respect, respect, respect. Listen, listen, listen. So oh, I, go ahead. Yeah, and because when you, when two people are in con- the biggest thing, is you have to learn how to deal with conflict mm-hmm. in, in a marriage. Two people, when are in conflict, both sides feel injustice, right? Both mm-hmm. sides are feeling that they're right. Mm-hmm. That's always what happens. So, what can you do in that situation if both people are looking at each other like, I'm right and you're wrong? You have to understand the other side of the story to be able to find a solution.
0: Yeah. And, you know, communication comes up. as so often I interviewed Hillary Foster. She's a therapist and she works mm-hmm. with couples. And she, one of the things that she says, like, you know, yes, yeah, so by the time people go see, a, you know, counselor, it's already too late.
1: Exactly. So exactly.
0: it's the work; it's kind of maintaining and all this. And you know, one of the things that she also said, which was blew me away, um, she said, you know, healthy couples should go see a therapist. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and she's like, everyone needs maintenance, which I actually really like. I took that to heart, and I really believe that now because I want, I want, you know, we. I mean, for God's sake, I update my phone more than I work on my marriage sometimes.
1: But you know what? This is interesting to say that because. When I and my current husband and I decided to get married, I said, why don't we go do some therapy before we get married? Oh brilliant. so that we so that we put our we put everything out there and we work on step family, which is something that we both like did had no clue how it would be. And it was the best thing. Wow. And yeah. It was the best thing. Because I mean- sometimes yeah, yeah.
0: I'm I'm just telling you that anyone out there who is who is in a situation of struggling with co-parenting or is divorced or mixed families or just struggling after any kind of transition and feeling like they're powerless, they need to come and see you. Because seeing you show up every single day, Fabiana is so contagious, and you're such <laughs> a, a rare teacher. Where there's people who actually, you know, say a lot of things, but they don't actually live it. You actually live and live and breathe this, and it's. I just want you to know how inspiring it is to watch.
1: Oh, thank you. That, that's that. That's why I do what I do. I want to inspire and empower as many women in this world as I can to feel amazing about themselves the way they are and if they don't like what they see they can always choose to be different find the best version of themselves
0: well i and i love that and and you know your whole brand fit you know fit and fab feel fabulous by fabiana is like such a signature thing because it's so true i feel like no matter what kind of a day I have, I hop on the phone, uh, On my phone if I check my stories, like you're going to make me laugh. And I love that. But, you know, taking a step further, your new workshop now, Feel Fabulous mm-hmm. After Divorce, takes mm-hmm. women through a specific process to heal the wounds and to create a new life. So all the things that we kind of talked about. But I would love for you, to, if you could walk us through the process, because I know it's a four-prong, four-part process. Mm-hmm. Would you walk us through the aspects of important things after that uh, divorce for women to recreate their own lives and, and really become as happy as you
1: are? Yes. Now, well, that's what I, I want to share with them. my wisdom from what I've been through and using some life coaching techniques. And there are four two hour sessions, you know, one week apart of each other. So they have time to process what they, they went through on each session. Uh, and the first session is all about healing and forgiveness. Yes. Forgiveness is possible. I have forgiven my ex and with, I have zero resentment for, you know, towards him, which is people think that if I have like they ask, do you have cold blood? <laughs> <laughs> it's not because the forgiveness is for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's for your own peace of mind. Um, and you know, I give them tools to go through the whole healing process. You know, finding closure because it's all about grieving. Yes. When you go through, when you go through divorce, you're grieving. You go through the five stages of grieving, and so that's we go through that. And I help them start rewriting their own story. That that for me will be the most powerful. Like they will start. I'll, I give them a journal when they come in, and they will start rewriting their own story. Mm-hmm. Um, the second session will be looking inwards. You know, and helping them find their true self, their happy self. Remember what we talked about for you to find to be positive, and to be able to forgive and to be able to have empathy. That's a huge one. I I I was able to have empathy for my ex Uh, because I know who I am, I know what my values are, and I know what I can control and what I can't. Mm -hmm. So I, I work on some life coaching techniques to help them understand their life purpose and all of that. On the third session. It's you know parenting and relationships. That one, hopefully, I'm gonna help many people on the co-parenting front, which people think it's impossible when they have issues with the ex. It isn't.
0: And you know, it'd you... be such a struggle. I know so oh, many of my, my girlfriends God. for whom, like, they cry over it.
1: I know it's it's all about learning how to build a new relationship with that person. Mm-hmm. You have to create a whole. I I I considered like it's a business relationship. Mm-hmm. where the other person is like a coworker that you don't have a lot of uh chemistry with mm-hmm. and you need to, but you need to respect and you have the same common objective in this case instead of being the business of a company it's the happiness of your child. Mm-hmm. So trying to use that perspective really helps. And I'll give you know I'll give many tools on how to do that successfully in different fronts because co-parenting is is definitely one of the hardest things and if you don't do it right you can screw up your kids and
0: oh my goodness yeah so true. and that's the last thing we want to do because really like they they are our priority and i i love how you set it up because i think to be able to co-parent with respect, you have to heal those wounds. So if I like how you have it set it up, set up that you practice the empathy, and also when you do that and you let go, you work on yourself, you feel more empowered in like exactly you're, you're not putting in you're not putting them into the blame. You're not constantly angry. So yeah. then effectively parent. I really that's actually brilliant.
1: Yeah, and when you're, if, and some people, you probably have met people that have been divorced for 10, 15, 20 years, and they're still bitter. They're still in one of those grieving processes. They got stuck there mm-hmm. and they can't leave. They're in the victim mode, they're suffering, they can't leave. So that, so that's why looking in words before you know that that definitely helps.
0: Oh I uh, love that. So when are you starting these workshops I'm really curious so for anyone uh, listening um, tell us when when they're happening and w- right away uh, we're gonna keep talking but where where can they find you um, and where can they sign up because I know many people will resonate with this.
1: Yeah it's it starts September 30th. And it's going to be at Modern Well. It's a cool working space for women. So I chose a space that would be, feel a little bit more safe. And also, I don't want to group more than 10 or 12 people because I want them to actually share experiences and feel that, you know, they're in a safe space. Mm -hmm. Um, So September 30th. And all the details are in my website is Feel Fabulous by Fabiana slash workshops dot com slash workshops
0: and we're going to add that as well here Mm -hmm. in the podcast or wherever you you are listening to this so you can have direct access to that as well i really appreciate you sharing this because when people hear this immediately they're going to be like where do i sign up how do i find her (laughs) and they can also would you tell us your uh, i normally ask all of this at the end but i'm just like i'm sold already i'm not even divorced um (laughs) what is your instagram handle because i love uh, whether they're divorced or not i honestly to god just absolutely love who you are i'm actually grateful to know you because i want to surround myself with people who are that positive and who are such solid (laughs) human beings so uh, i and i love following you on instagram so would you share that as well my instagram yes yeah
1: it's yeah it's feel it's the same name it's my brand feel fabulous by fabiana
0: okay and folks i can't recommend it enough if you ever feel like you're having a crappy day or just want to follow someone who actually walks the talk and who chooses on a daily basis uh, you have to follow her and her dancing is like just fun, <laughs> and she, she is one of the most beautiful women out there gosh uh, you're just you're just a real deal so oh, you know, thank you because you're so positive like I, i'm curious do you ever have really crappy
1: days Oh, of course i do and but it, it, like it, it's a funny what my husband i'll be my current husband my previous husband, they always make fun of me because i cry i get mad and then the, that's one of the things that i always say when you're feeling the the deep feelings let them through let let let, let you feel it cry mm. call your best friend talk her like ears will say you don't need to say anything just listen talk your their ears off and once you're like you let it out you know, you will feel much better. And then you, then you have the chance to start thinking, okay, what can I do to change this feeling? What can I do to make myself feel better? So sometimes I get really upset about something. It really sad, and then I cry. And then I tell my husband that he listens to me. And then a couple of hours later, I come back and I was like, okay, can we watch a movie over there? ever? Are you weird? But how do you, so the process,
0: you know, you're, again, you're brilliant because you're giving us a framework again, feel it right? There's this expression, feel it to heal it. You let yourself feel the strong emotions. You call mm-hmm. friends, you do something. Anything else, if someone is right there and they're really in a, in a dump, how, what else can they do to get themselves out of it?
1: You know what's interesting? I smile a lot.
0: Oh yes, you do. Yes, you uh, do. <laughs> and,
1: and I remember when I worked at Bloomberg for fifteen years. I was in the corporate world for almost thirty. So at Bloomberg, people knew Fabiana for her smile because I would come by people that I never met. I just look at it. And I I say hi, smiling. I, I love smiling and and the act of smiling it releases that feel good. They call it neurotransmitters, dopamine, endorphin, serotonin, all that I was talking about. Uh, and. That, that benefits your health and, and, and happiness. I, so I just smile is one tip. But really, if you try now, you're looking, you know, just, just give yourself a big smile. It, it, it triggers your brain.
0: Yeah, it's, so it's, physiology, it just <laughs> changes your chemistry. Yeah, no, that's very
1: true. Does, it does. So and, and, but when you have a bad feeling, like that dark emotion that's coming through you, you know, try to focus on something that you're grateful for immediately. Mm-hmm. So that, so that can shift your energy. Mm-hmm. I, I have my things, for example, when I'm too upset with something, I kind of like look at a picture of my daughter or I look at, you know, I look at my backyard or, you know, I, I look at my bed. I was like, I, oh my God, I have a bed. I have, you know, I have my daughter. I have, I, or in the morning I wake up, I look at my husband. So it, always try to immediate and when you immediately look at something that you're grateful for, the energy shifts. Right away right away mm-hmm. so you know trying always to find the positive perspective of any hard situation it might not be exactly what you want because when you when you say positive perspective first a person thinks that you know life is going to be perfect no positive perspective is something that is better than what you have now because progress equals happiness so if you feel that you're moving forward on something that you're doing something giving a step ahead you will feel better.
0: You you have to. It's the law, but it's it, and and remove the expectation to go from being feeling really down to being cheerful. It's like just take it take it day by day, minute by minute, right? Step yes. By step. Mm-hmm.
1: It, it's your choice. I cannot say that enough. It's a habit. We were talking. It's a habit you create to start thinking positive. Choose to be positive. So I'd say please, please, please choose, choose to be positive. It's, it is in you. Every human being has that.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's not just, I think it's become such a cliche, or think positive, just choose positive. Like it actually is a key to so many things. People, when you choose and truly is a choice, you're more successful. You're healthier. You're wealthier. You're better looking. Like it's actually like, and you don't attract. I'm a really big believer, um, Fabiana. I know this may be woo woo, but I'm a really big believer in in the, that I attract things with my energy. And I think when you are just more positive, you attract things that vibrated that level.
1: Yeah. And, and it's not only the energy for the ones who don't believe, because I believe in energy too, but for the ones who don't believe, it's just reality. If you act positive, you're smiling, if you're being positive, what do you think is going to come back to you? Right. If you're, if you're like, like dragging your face down and you're looking angry and you're like snapping at people, what do you think you're getting back? So it, it attracts negativity positivity attracts positivity and negativity attracts negative it's not it's not magic it's reality if you think about it it is so real the energy is something for me it's something more oh, that I, you add to it
0: I love I love it. it's so true so why do you think? So many of us aren't unhappy. You may have a dip or have a bad moment, but there are people who are actually chronically pissed
1: off. (laughs) Uh, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think anyone is unhappy. I don't use that word. Every human Mm -hmm. being is resourceful, creative, and whole. Mm -hmm. People who say they're unhappy, they need to work to find their true self that I was talking about. Look, look around you, look at your environment, your relationships, your choices. We are exactly where we're supposed to be because of all the choices we've made in life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So maybe this is time to make changes. You know, it that, it,
0: it is. Yeah. This is, so might be just a wake up call.
1: It, it is. So and I I told that on your Fridays with Yasna that I love by the way, <laughs> and I mentioned in the last one is the distance between your dreams and reality is called action. Mm-hmm. If you say you're unhappy, do something about it
0: yeah again it's a choice it's more yes. especially i mean sometimes you know wh- when i was growing up circumstances were where you could choose your reaction but people could really still make your life really miserable but here in this country we truly have more choices than than yeah i mean we can even imagine
1: yes yes of course there are circumstances principally. like when you're talking about a child it's a little different Right. If you're talking about an adult in a in a first world country, come on.
0: (laughs) You and I have that perspective because we I mean we're not from this country. I feel like I tell people it's like I'm like in the being in the US, I feel like I'm in a candy store with thousands of dollars in my pocket. Yes. It's like so many opportunities. So what do you think what does it mean to live a good life?
1: Oh, okay. Having joy in my life, waking Mm. up and being excited about my day, feeling that I make a difference in other people's lives, that I make a positive impact. That for me is a good life, you know, being grateful for who I am and how I live my life always aligned, as I said, with my values, you know, and and I want to create for me and for my loved ones, a healthy environment that is, you know, that is conducive, conducive to, personal growth that's for me now I understand how important that is you know and being around people that have good energy like you <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it matters I love that answer I love it so much okay I one of the things that that also people they follow on Instagram they'll see you speaking in Portuguese one of my favorite languages ever <laughs> would you please do me a humongous favor and just say something in Portuguese to us
1: Yes, what would you like me to say because oh, I well, say, I don't
0: know. Say anything and then translate it for us,
1: gente. você sempre tem a escolha de fazer você tem escolha positiva na sua vida. você pode muito bem ser feliz se você quiser.
0: Oh, they're just using for my ears, okay. I know it was about choice of being positive. I understand a little bit.
1: Would you translate
0: for people. <laughs>
1: I said, guys, you always have a choice to be positive and to find your happiness.
0: Oh, I, I just love it. It's so <laughs> true. I'm going to cut that out and we're going to be sharing that on <laughs> in Instagram. You better believe it. Okay. Fabiana, I have some really quick questions for you if you're up for it. Yeah, sure. What's the best book you've ever read? Oh, by the way, we didn't even talk about your book. Uh, Fabiana has a book <laughs> published. Oh, my goodness. Can you tell us really quickly before we answer this question.
1: Uh, yes. So yeah, it's Feel Fabulous by Fabiana. Motivational quotes to inspire and empower women to feel fabulous about themselves the way they are. So it's, it's a compilation of all the, the motivational messages that I wrote on my Instagram for about a year. Uh, so I, I categorize them on self-awareness, self-love, uh, fam- uh, parenting and relationships and healthy habits.
0: And and they're brilliant. And you and I like think so alike. So every time I read them I'm like, yep, yep, yep. I just I really, <laughs> really love that. Okay. Well, what's the best book you've ever read?
1: Oh my god, there are so many because I love biographies. I don't I like real stories that inspire me. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like can't say only one. Okay. You know, when breath becomes air from Dr. Kalanisi, it's the it's a neuros neurosurgeon that ended up uh getting cancer. And he wrote his experience of being a doctor and and having cancer and how he saw life and, you know, everything that went with it. It's a sad book, but it's so real and it's so interesting to see his reaction. So that book really inspired me. I love it. What is it called again? When Breath Becomes Air
0: when breath becomes there. Oh my goodness. I, now I have to read it. Okay. And yeah.
1: He's a, he's an Indian guy who came to the U S had all, Oh, it's so, Oh my God. That, that book was amazing. Educated by Tara Westover is another one.
0: Okay. Oh, I have yeah. to, I have to read it. Now. Oh.
1: Okay. And the last one that I, this one moment of lift from Melinda Gates. Okay. I
0: haven't haven't read either. Okay, they're on my my god! I hear books, (laughs) book recommendations means I have to read them for sure. (laughs) Finish the sentence,
1: life is. Life is what you make it with your choices. Life is beautiful.
0: Oh, I love that. Having faith means.
1: Hope, believing in something bigger than yourself, that the universe, God, energy, or whatever your beliefs are, can bring you comfort and hope.
0: Oh, I love that my current struggle is
1: being an entrepreneur after 30 years in the corporate world can't wait to be in Europe-level mastermind with all many amazing entrepreneurs because that is really hard to become an entrepreneur after being in the corporate world for so
0: long. It's a, the transition is hard. I remember that and it feels so lonely. Oh. And it feels like, I don't know what I'm doing. But the thing is, there is no prescription. It's just like you have to do you, but when you have support, you feel like you can fly. So I'm excited too, for sure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Best advice I was ever given.
1: Uh, don't ever forget who you are, your own values. That's what feeds your soul.
0: Oh, that's so brilliant. Oh, Fabiana, I, again, I just opened this podcast with saying how much I love you. I am closing it with just as much love. I really, for everyone listening, you cannot go wrong by following this woman and engaging with her because I don't know about you, but I need more positivity in my life. And I have been very careful about who I follow on social media because people who show up in my feed every single day actually create my own reality. And I want to surround myself with people who are actually going to give me life and give me energy. So Fabiana, I want to thank you for taking the time to share your your story, your um so, you know, tips and advice on women through going through a divorce on just overall life and being positive. And I just really I'm so thankful for you for your friendship and just for being being who you are. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. I, I am so, so, so happy to be here and being able to share my experience and hopefully inspire many women out there that are suffering through divorce and feeling bad. Don't, don't feel bad. You, you have a choice. Choose. Look inwards and choose to, to feel joy. Choose to feel happy.
0: I love that. On that note, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, just remember to up level with Fabiana. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.